gonna ruin the Disney magic for a second. I'm sorry. Ten toes down, boys. We're in for a good one. <laughs> well said. All right, my friends, it's Social Q&A Live. That's an epically hard to pronounce name. It is. And then dive into your questions around dating. This much is fucking good at social dynamics and relationships. That's like a shot of a dip. Yo, what's good, my friends? It's Adam here, and welcome to the Social Q&A Live audio strip taken right from the YouTube live sesh. I opened it up to questions on dating, relationships, social dynamics, anything in the world of human interaction. So you guys can join those live sessions over on YouTube basically every Friday, 10 a.m. Australian Central Standard Time, for the time being anyway. Now, if you guys would like to receive a quick sip of social dynamics every Friday, you can sign up to the free weekly email newsletter, The Bowl Sip. Every week, I send out a free article on Fridays. That's actually taking me quite a bit of time to write nowadays. They used to be pretty quick, but now I go real deep into them. I also use it as a way to update the resources of wisdom, which you guys can find at boldojo.com. So any quotes I found that week, uh, any music, updates to the Panda Emperor Sexy Time playlist or the We Take 9000 playlist, you know, all those things, anime, documentaries, movies, anything that's going to the resources of wisdom, you can stay up to date with that through the bowl sip so all you have to do to sign up to it is just head to boldojo.com slide your email in and then check your inbox for the confirmation email and also for all emails going forward if you don't think you've received it on friday just check your promotions folder in gmail or your spam folder in outlook etc because basically any email that has links in it gets automatically thrown into the uh, promotions thing so if you don't think you got it, just check those folders, okay? Now, if you guys are looking to dive into a little bit of deeper educational content, you can head over to boldoja.com and number one, pick up the brand new guided meditation, Eternal Energy. It's a deep dive into who you are and a guiding hand into evolving beyond. Featuring five tracks. Number one, cultivating your scented energy. Number two, revealing your darkness. Number three, creating your light. Number four, unlocking your sexual flow. And finally, wrapping things up with the fifth track, One Energy returning you back to the hole. It took me a solid two months to produce that bad boy and it's an absolute journey. So if you would like to dive into something a lot deeper, go ahead and pick that up at boldoja.com. Along with that, if you are looking to get your day game sorted, your social dynamics sorted, if you've been walking down the street and you're seeing a beautiful woman, you just don't know what the hell to do with yourself, well then I've got you covered there as well. Adam's Crash Course Kick-Ass Day Game eBook is also available at boldoja.com. Quick action guide. Most importantly, it is not a sit in your chair at home and read and then go hmm that sounds theoretically reasonable you need to actually get out there and apply that's what it's intended to be used when i created it it was meant to be something you go out with come home with reference with in terms of real world action it just doesn't really make sense until you're actually going out there and meeting people so that's what it's intended for you want to use it as your uh, teacher as your guide as your kind of pseudo adam along your journey. Along with that, I highly recommend pairing up a 30-day challenge with it. Anyone who buys the ebook, you just need to check your emails within 24 to 48 hours afterwards. I personally email basically everyone with a little tips for the ebook. And in that email, I recommend you get on a 30-day challenge and pair that with the ebook. Uh, it's just it harkens back to how I got my journey and how I corrected my life at the beginning, corrected my social freedom, freedom of choice in my dating life came through the 30-day challenge it's powerful so that's what i highly recommend and if you guys want more uh information on the 30-day challenge i often drop links in that email as well and then finally for those that are really looking to dive deeper create action plans bust through their limiting beliefs i do offer one-on-one skype coaching 
the bowl inside is probably the best way to go, which is for my deeper level clients who sign up to packages. Packages are completely customizable to you based on frequency, based on volume. But basically what bowl inside members get over once off Skype sessions is number one, priority messaging. They get access to my private WhatsApp number and within 24 hours, I will respond to them outside of Australian weekends based on anything. They need feedback on a situation they're dealing with this girl, this guy, family members, business relationships, etc. Want to check that text conversation, want to send me that audio, I'm going to be there for them. The second benefit Bowl Insiders get is priority bookings, which basically means you get fast-tracked that if you want to get in a session today and maybe someone was 50-50 about it, well, you get that session. You get your session times prioritized above everyone else. And especially for my clients uh, around the world with arranging time zones, it proves to be quite beneficial. So if you are interested in diving into the Bowl Inside packages, then you can just hit me up at bowldojo.com. In the product section, you find all the links there and actually the links to everything I've just spoken about, guided meditation, ebook, all at bowldojo.com. Just hit the product section and I'll see you soon. Now, if you guys would like to support this channel directly, you can donate anything that you wish through the PayPal link. You can do this two ways. Number one, on bowldojo.com, in the Boulderjo podcast section, there's actually a donate straight through the website uh, link right in that section there. So you guys can get that. Or you can also just go straight to PayPal, which is paypal.me forward slash A-D-A-M-O-O-I, Adamui, and you can donate anything that you wish. And I just want to say that whether you donate through the Super Chat on YouTube or you do it directly through the website or PayPal, anything that you donate is so greatly appreciated. It just helps keeping this show going. It lets me know that you guys truly value it. So thank you so much for all that have donated in the past and for all that will in the future. Anthony Kanchesta. And with all that being said, let's finally dive into social Q&A live. Yosha! Moshere. Chou moshere. Episode Goji Onban 54. How to satisfy a girl versus a woman. Today we're going to be diving into... The different things that a masculine needs to provide, especially on the stages of development. We're talking about whether you're an absolute beginner, maybe a little bit further down the journey, and maybe you meet a girl who's just at the beginning of her journey. We're going to get into principles of feminine mirrors and masculine bridges. I want to talk about this experience that I had as well. I had a chanting session in which that there was stages of all different feminine beings from young girls to mid mid in the mid and then to go women full fully grown women that are 45 and 40 and jesus jesus this is so far back <laughs> let me uh give me a second guys let me just bring this in hope that's not messing you up too much but we've got many things to dive into today in today's episode and today is going to be a little bit more casual a little bit more q a focused the last few potters have been extremely okay youtube's telling me something new here I don't know what the hell that meant. We've been extremely seminar-focused the last, I would say, four or five episodes. So I'm going to make today a little bit more casual, a little bit more Q&A. We'll spend more time on Q&A. But yeah, how to satisfy a girl versus a woman. This is something that I think an absolute beginner needs to understand because there's going to be times in his life where, for a guy especially, in which that maybe you'll not be able to provide what she needs and to be able to understand why you weren't able to provide what she needed is key. It's key to not getting depressed, not getting defeated, and actually understanding that if a woman had to leave you or a girl had to leave you for whatever reason it was or whatever stage of development she's in, there's always a reason for it. 
And this is not so much based on one particular client uh, today. There's no actual context or story for this other than a couple different stories I want to talk about uh, in terms of my own personal stories. But it's something that I see regularly and have seen regularly ever since the beginning. It's that oftentimes, especially if you're going out and meeting a lot of people, you come across feminine beings at different stages in their development and they require different things from you. And so when that's not possible for you to meet, and that's it's a hard pill to swallow. It's a very hard pill to swallow for a lot of guys that they weren't good enough, that they weren't able to provide what she needed, and so she had to leave. It's very hard to swallow that, but I can make it easier. We can make it easier to swallow that pill, and so that pill actually leads to further growth. So that's the contents for today. I've got a few questions for you guys as well. I'm going to quiz you guys. If you guys are new to Social Q&A Live, this is a time where I like to have back and forth. I like to chop it up with you guys in the live chat and throw you guys some questions. So go ahead and say hi in the chat there below. And and also, if you are new to Social Q&A Live, at the beginning here, we normally have a pre-context or pre-story that we go into. Uh, not so much today, but there's some, there's some stuff. We'll get into some stuff early on. And then also... Open Q&A, that comes later on, which you guys can drop any questions on dating, social dynamics, relationships, anything in the world of human interaction you want to discuss, you can put in the chat. And of course, you can donate to the channel using Super Chat, which gets your question bumped to the top. And I give more time to that. And it's most appreciated. Just go supporting what goes on here. So let's do it. I say hi to some of you in the chat up first, and then we'll get straight into content. Let's do this. Enough talk. Let's fight. (laughs) Shashabui. If anyone knows that reference, let me know. That's a great one. Okay, so the first one up in this chat was Johnny Nguyen. Oko, aka the Jay New is up in here saying, good evening, Adam. Uh, missed last sesh, but it was great work per usual. On point in the recent topics. Thank you, Jay. Good to see you in here. Hope you're doing well. Jay is one of the World Bowl. Shout out to the World Bowl. Uh, private Facebook group. Uh, I'm just... I'm just getting this set up. I want to show you, don't, don't want this laptop to be in your way. I had it set back way further than usual. That's all right. That's all right. We'll leave it there. Okay, we've also got Light. We've got Light up in here saying, how do I make a girl send nudes? And also, you grew some hair, damn, back on the video about phone sex. You go damn bold, haha. Okay, so, yes, I have, have monk motors over uh, Light. However, to your first question... How do I make a girl send nudes? There's so many problems and red flags with that question and your mindset behind it. It's completely unrelated to what we're talking. What we're going to go into first here. Uh, so I can address that a little bit later on when we get to open Q and A. But just know that like that already is just a straight red flag. That question. Uh, anyways, moving on, we've got Ben Highland up in here as well. Good to see you here, Ben. Ben's another World Bowl Facebook group member saying, "Hey Adam, how you doing? I'm good, man." Hope you're good as well. Hope Michigan's treating you well. And I hope the running is well, good as well. And the meat. <laughs> and the meat. So let's get into today's uh, get into today's uh, content as we're diving in here. Okay, so how to satisfy a girl versus a woman. The first thing we need to understand when we look at this concept is, well, what defines a girl and what defines a woman? I want you to start to visualize this as mirrors now. We look at feminine as mirrors. We look at men and masculines as bridges. We're going to talk about that as well. We're going to talk about the masculine's development uh, from journey from boy to man, but we're actually going to start here on journey from girl to woman and what that actually means. 
because that's going to paint out for you very nicely what you need to provide as a masculine, as I know most of my followers are, uh, for the feminine. So what defines a girl? What defines a woman? I want you to think about it as a mirror in which that a girl is just the beginning. She's at the beginning of her putting the pieces together, the frame. If you could take yourself into a room right now and you could imagine a giant, giant frame in front of you, just a wooden frame that's empty. There are pieces to be put into it and the pieces of the mirror. And that is the development. That's the way that I see it from girl to woman in which that her journey throughout life and journey throughout her development is putting the pieces of her mirror together because the feminine's primary role is reflection and raw feedback, at least in relation to the male and in relation to the masculine. Keep me very specific on that. And so her development of journeying from that girl to that woman is just every relationship, every experience she has with the masculine, a new piece, a new piece of the mirror gets put in, which allows her to see a little more, reflect a little bit more, a little bit more clarity. And you see this with girls. You see this with not just girls talking in the sense of she's of the gender, but of underdeveloped or in the early development stages that they... They're not very clear. They don't have a lot of clarity in not only what they're doing in life, what they want to get out of life, what they want to get out of their partners, what they're trying to do. In terms of their romantic space and their social dynamics, there are very few pieces within that frame. You can imagine that visualization. It's just you can't see a full picture. And that's what it feels like when you're with a girl in her early development. Now, I'm 27 years old, so I'm speaking to you guys a little bit later on and earlier, Adam definitely would not have understood this. And it's going to really help out those of you who are younger, especially those of you who might be virgins as well. And you might tend towards wanting to get with and sexually experience girls roughly your age or younger to your age. And actually, this might bring the first class question right here. This, this will be the first class question. But before we do, I need to paint out the verse, what a woman is. So just take that very briefly. At the beginning of this podcast here, that's the brief thing that when a girl, when we're looking at a girl and I'm referring to a girl, it's her early development, early stages, not a lot of pieces in the mirror, not a fully formed mirror. There's still a lot to be put in that frame. And we'll dive more into that. Parking that now, flipping to, well, what is a woman? What defines this woman? Because there are a lot of girls that look like women as there are a lot of boys that look like men. That's a concept we'll get to a little bit later on. But a woman in my mind is... Imagining that frame now with all the pieces together. All the pieces of the mirror that form a fully clear picture that can reflect 100%. And I also want to be very careful here to say that a fully formed mirror can always be improved. So very much in my short film, What is a Man? It's the trailer on the channel. I said that a man is a journey at the end of that video and that he'll never be done. Is a journey that will never be done. We're going to talk about, actually, we may as well hear at the beginning. We will get to the differences between boys and men. We'll get to that in a second. But just staying on this journey mentality that the man is never finished, as is the woman is never finished. However, with the pieces of the mirror in place within a frame for a woman, that's what defines a woman who can provide a full reflection, full feedback. She can always improve the frame in which the pieces of the mirror fit. And that's how I want you guys to think about this. It's not that the woman is at some point done. And okay, now, now she's a woman at this age or at this marker, she's done. 
No, there could be cracks in the mirror. We talk about the hurt locker, cracks in the mirror, psychological flaws, limit, limiting beliefs, paper walls, etc., etc. But at the base, foundations, her mirror in which that she provides raw feedback to the masculine is always, it's there, it's complete. But the frame in which that holds those pieces can always be further developed. Further, uh, You can always build a better one. Always build a better one. In the same way, now moving to uh, boys versus men, this is good. This is a great time to bring this in. So if we now understand what a girl versus a woman is, well, it probably makes sense to now dive into what's a boy versus a man. So parking the mirror analogy, that's how we refer to the feminine now, we're now going to go into bridge mentality and bridge analogy. See the masculine as a bridge. You guys, if you've been watching my content long enough, going right back, right? We're building the bridge. And that a boy, very simply, is just putting the pieces together, putting the planks together, very similar to where the girl is of filling her frame with pieces of the mirror. The boy is learning to cross the river and is just laying his, his framework. He's laying his framework. He's laying uh, each plank as it goes by and each nut and bolt that has to go in to provide a strong frame. But he hasn't crossed the river yet, has he? No, that's what really defines a boy. He's just putting the bridge together. He's just building the bridge. One blink at a time. However, a man, now stepping across, what is a man? A man is someone who can walk across the bridge. Hold that. A man is no longer just putting the pieces together trying to get across the river. He's across the river and can walk back and forward. Now, in the same way that a woman is not a fully actualized, fully realized concept in which that, okay, now she's the perfect, now she's perfect woman. That's it. Done. No more work to be done. Doesn't exist in the same way that a fully formed man does not exist. A man has a journey. However, there is a baseline foundation in which that a boy transitions and transforms, evolves into a man in which that he can cross the river. And we're going we're gonna to get to this crossing of the river in full reflection a little bit later on. I don't want to dive too deep because there's a question I want to hit you guys with soon uh, for the live Q&A, live class. But the man's fully formed being able to walk across. Now, he can always improve his bridge though, can't he? He can always improve his temple, his capacity, his ability to interact with life. He can always improve himself. He can always build a better bridge. But at the base... He does, in fact, know how to build the bridge and to walk across it. That's the difference between boy and man and with the girls. Filling the frame that provides a mirror, girls on a journey to doing that, and a woman who actually has a fully developed mirror and will seek throughout life, hopefully. The highest quality of women will seek to uh, improve the frames in which that their mirrors fit into place. Mm, that's good. Okay, so first question's coming up in a second. I'm just going to get some water and we'll hit it. Don't, if you guys have questions around that, we're going to get into uh, we're going to get into much deeper stuff. That's just the setup. That's just the beginning of this podcast. Hope you guys have been well. Also, I should have uh, I should have taken the time to honor Khabib Nurmagomedov. There we go, uh, the world's greatest fighter retired yesterday. The world's uh, greatest at one fifty five. Khabib twenty nine and zero. He defeated uh, Justin Gaethje and. Handedly, absolutely handedly. And uh, he retired then and there. So in the world of fighting, you never really put too much weight behind retirements. Fighters come back all the time. But at least take him for his word at this stage. Uh, by far the greatest the greatest to ever do it, the actual GOAT. Uh, 29 and 0. 
So, which is unheard of, absolutely unheard of. So, well done, Khabib. Amazing. We'll look back in time, just to take a side back here. We'll look back in time and realize how his greatness was. We can't really conceptualize it now, but to be 29 and 0 in the most stacked division amongst the world's greatest fighters in the in the world's greatest arena, you know, that's insane. So, well done, Khabib. Uh, now, we've got some questions. Also, I'm just going to address some of you in the chats. Oh, Takumi. Takumi's up in here. Initial T, a.k.a. T, a.k.a. Takumi. Uh, I was actually listening to some of the Initial T soundtrack, Initial D soundtrack this morning. Uh, he, Takumi comes and says, yo, what's good, crew? Good to have you here, T. Uh, Jay come up in here and say, oh, Khabib, Infinite Paradox saying Khabib. Yes. Respect given. I've always bet against Khabib. Every single fight, I bet against Khabib. Uh, not because I'm disrespecting his uh, abilities, but because I just want to see the underdog win. I just, I'm all about the underdog. Shit. T comes in saying, running in the 90s, baby. Yeah, Initial D. Initial D, aka the Initial T, uh, one of the greatest animes ever put together. For sure. So, so where are we at here? Where we ha- I had a question for you guys. I had a question. Let me hit you guys in the class Q&A here with the first question. Now that you understand what a girl is and what a woman is, and likewise what a boy is and what a man is, the first question is, now that we start to think about, okay, let's get tactical, let's get some social dynamics lessons in here, what can we learn? The first question for you guys is, what is, what is needed? What does a girl need versus what does a woman need? Now, it's a very broad question, so let me nail it down. That's the tree, though. What does a girl need? What does a woman need? Because we're thinking about this from the absolute beginner's mentality. We're thinking about this from someone who's new to social dynamics, as I'm always accounting for uh, people who are at the beginning of their journeys, and you can always just upscale or downscale the severity of the lessons based on where you are in the journey. So, But we always account for the lowest common denominator. So what does a girl need versus what does a woman need? Now, they need a lot of things, of course. However, and I'm not, and also I'm not going to get into the conf- we're not just talking about presence here, which is obviously the number one thing that a feminine being needs, absolute presence, which allows you to read social cues accurately and then dictate the social and sexual progression at the comfortable pace, mutually beneficial. Of course, that's what presence underpins everything. Presence is everything in this life, of course. Presence is life. However, putting that to the side so you guys don't get lost in the weeds of presence, when you think about... Okay, let's give you a face to it. Let's say you're consciously incompetent, which means you're somewhere between three to six on the clock face of social dynamics. You're not 12 to three, which is unconsciously incompetent, which means you have no idea what you're doing and you don't even know that you don't know. But you know that you suck and you're aware of this, but you're doing your best, which means that you still suck, but you know that you suck. That's consciously incompetent. We're going to take someone who's consciously incompetent here. If he goes out, say, on a day or out on a night and he finds to finds himself in a connection with a girl but then finds himself in a connection with a woman, he's going to need to provide them and in order to satisfy them to the point of this podcast, two very different things. The girl is going to need something satisfactory-wise that is very different to what the woman needs and it's also going to speak to what he can provide. We'll get to what he can provide later as to his ability to execute but let's just stay with the first class question here. What does a girl need from him versus what does a woman need in terms of them progressing sexually together in a sexual relationship 
whether it be, okay, we're not going to talk about monogamy to begin with. That's a little bit further down the line. We'll talk about an open and free casual relationship uh, at the beginning here. Oh, that brings me a good story as well. There's two stories we're going to talk about. One of my clients up in Germany, Bob, and uh, these girls and women that I was with chanting the other day. I'll put those to the side for now. So first class question, say that you're consciously incompetent, you're very new to social dynamics, and you're kind of just working your way through it. Uh, you're definitely not a man yet. You're still in boy stage development. Okay, that's that's important for you to know here. You're still in boy stage development. What does the girl need from him versus what does the woman need? This is a somewhat open question, but I've tried to nail it and framework it down as much as possible. I'll see how you guys respond. And if you need a little extra help, I'll give you extra clues. Some of you might be on. So I never want to assume that you're not on. So drop your answers in the chat. Think about it macro to begin with. Don't think about micros. Don't think about, don't get too specific with things to begin with. Think about macro and say, what, is, what does a girl need? And what is it? What is a girl, by the way? The girl is, she's underdeveloped. She, she's just trying to put the pieces of her mirror together, aka her ability to reflect and to be a, uh, a strong feminine being. What does she need versus what does a woman need? A woman who's actually got a full mirror. Not perfect, of course. But a full mirror nonetheless. What does she need from him? I can, uh, I can sense some of you are thinking because none of you have put an answer in the chat. So I'll give you a couple seconds to, to think about it. But this is a time, guys, if you're new to social Q&A, in which that, feel free to now get engaged. All right, drop your answers up in that chat. It's okay if you're wrong. Uh, it's good if you're wrong, actually. It means there's more for you to learn. And uh, trust me, it's, you'll get way more from it. You'll get one more from it. So we get YS2005. I just call him YS. Uh, it says, is it okay to sleep with married women with their consent? Okay, so YS, that question is not relevant to the topic we're talking about right now. However, when we get to open Q&A, I will address that for sure. So park that there. If I forget, just copy and paste and redrop it when we get to open Q&A. Uh, Johnny New- Jay New comes up with the first answer saying, in answer to the question of what does a girl need versus what does a woman need from a guy who's at the beginning of a, a boy who's at the beginning of his journey, Jay News' first answer is a referential experience of the kiddos. Okay, I don't even know what that means. He then comes in with, he then says, referential experience for the kiddos. He puts a four with an asterisk. I don't know what you meant. Referential, ex- what? What are you talking about, Jay? Referential experience for the kiddos. So he's saying that, but that, that neither addresses, you're not addressing either the girl or the woman there. What I've, the question was, what does a girl need versus what does a woman need? Referential experience for the kiddos. You're going to have to explain what you mean, Jay, because that answer makes no sense at all. Just call it what it is. Uh, ben High comes in with the next answer saying, a girl simply needs attention, trust, and more or less physical ravaging, while a woman needs a multitude of physical, mental, and much more depth into the connection to be opened to the sexual space. And he says, I'm always here to learn, exclamation mark. Good that you're here to learn, Ben. So let me just, you've said a few, you've said a few good things there, Ben. First and foremost, he's addressed that a girl simply needs attention, trust, and more or less physical ravaging. While I don't disagree with you, Ben, you've missed uh, the key. The key in macro. You're definitely on. 
definitely needs definitely needs trust. Definitely needs uh, physical ravaging. Depends on when Ben says physical ravaging. I think he means more so just uh, the the allowance of her to express her physical nature uh, and attention. Of course, definitely. But Ben, it's like you've you've given me a couple of things because we're going to separate the answer because it's actually your answers should have two parts to them. You should have an answer for the girl and an answer for a woman. So Ben's answer for the girl, Ben, you're on with trust in terms of what she needs. She needs trust. However, what she wants is attention and she does also need physical ravaging. So I would say that she doesn't need attention, but she certainly wants it. She does need trust and she does need physical ravaging. So let me just, that's putting your, sifting through what you said that however there's something there's something big that you're missing there's many ways of saying what you're missing and the number one thing that a girl needs uh in her development from a from a from a boy who's coming up however uh you haven't quite hit it yet but there is one core thing that she needs you've cut you've missed it there though you're definitely on with the trust and the physical ravaging though in terms of what she needs you need to think about that a little bit more though the number one thing that she needs And then to get to the second part of Ben's answer, he comes in saying, now addressing what a woman needs, he says a woman needs a multitude of physical, mental, and much more depth into the connection to be open to the sexual space. So Ben, you're much more on with that. You're much more on with that. You've kind of, you've, you've fleshed out the concept. You're very close. You haven't given me a very good key word, but just the fact that you've used the word depth Depth and connection, those two words get you a little bit closer. There's still something that you're missing. Uh, you're, you're a little bit further off with the girl part of your answer, but you're a little bit closer with the woman. I'll let you think about it a bit more, okay? Uh, but that's not bad. That's not a bad start. Thank you for your answer. That's actually a pretty good start, considering that this is a very broad question, for sure. So uh, good that you took a good swing. That's what we want. I want you guys to take a swing. Like it's not about being reserved in these chats. It's okay if you're wrong. Takumi then comes in saying, the mirror analogy is funny to me as I recently gifted a girl a big vintage mirror. That's perfect. Uh, he then goes on to say, not sure about my answer, except just that a woman needs a man and not a boy, whereas a girl is probably okay with a boy or a man. So I don't disagree with you, T. However, there's, that means very little. There's no specifics behind that. Uh, you have to get way more specific than that. That's like you've put your hand on the doorknob. You haven't even gone into the room yet. Or you've selected that, that this is the door that you would like to walk into, but you haven't even walked into the room. So while I don't disagree with you, there's no specifics behind that. So Jay Nu then comes... And that's fine because he says he's not sure about his answer, so that's fine. Jay Nu then comes in saying... Uh, oh, I was saying that boys and girls benefit most from referential experience. Okay, so we're not talking about boys right now. It's not specifically, Jay. He then says, ah, oh, I see where I was off now. I, I won a foul ball. Yeah, you sure did. You sent that back to the sent that back to the umpire, my friend. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. That's what we're here for. And uh, some of you some of you get upset that I start sessions with questions that are too difficult. <laughs> Not too many. I don't. Mean, it's like a cheek. But listen, you, these are if you've these social Q and As are seasons. So we're in uh, we're episode Goji Onbon. That must be this must be episode what 
eight of season five, is it? Something like that. So if you're following every single week, you should be developing with every episode. So your ability to answer these questions should get better and better and better. You should get stronger and stronger uh, every single week. So that's why I'm I'm uh, I don't I'm not so inclined to ask easy questions all the time to begin with. And I'll help you guys if you're really far off. But Ben was the closest so far. Amar then comes in saying, "Hello, Adam. Good to have you here, Amar." And uh, Ben Highland then comes in with a little bit of a reiteration saying. The number one thing a girl needs is to be led. Yes. All right, Ben. Now we're getting some Zeddy. Now we're getting some Zeddy. Okay. No, the, that, I said there was several ways of saying the, the, the concept that I was looking for. You're definitely the closest. Led is basically the same word as what I'm about to give you guys, which is guide. So let's reiterate here. Let's bring it back. Guy, a young young boy who's going out there and don't get too attached to age here because girl and boy is not age dependent. Women and man is not age dependent. There are many girls that look like women and there are many boys that look like men. Right? It's not age dependent. There are many men that look like boys. There are many women that look like girls. Yeah, that's a great one. I've never said it that way before, but it's so true. So anyways, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more later on. But to what Ben said there, the number one thing that a girl needs is to be led. So to dive a little harder into that, you've got a consciously incompetent boy who's learning about his social dynamics. He goes out, finds a connection with a girl, which means that, and a girl in the sense of a girl, she's still developing. She's early in her development, learning to put her mirror together. He's just kind of building his bridge. He's just putting planes together. But it doesn't really change it. Whether he's a boy or or a man, it doesn't change what the girl needs. Same for the woman. 50s are independent. What the girl needs more than anything else is to be guided. When Ben said led, same thing essentially. Essentially the same thing. It depends on what he means by leading, if he meant that more micro or macro. I'm talking about more in macro, and I hope Ben meant it more in macro. I think he probably did. But what, I'm, what do we mean by macro? What does it mean to be to guide a girl who's in her early development? Well, what it means is that if she doesn't know what she's doing, if she doesn't know what she expects, let's put a face to this, if she doesn't know what she wants sexually, physically, emotionally, psychologically, she doesn't know what, she, what, what she's even doing in life. She doesn't even know how to construct her day. She doesn't even know how to interact with strange people, with strangers. She does. She's learned very little about other cultures. She hasn't done very little traveling. And this is all, these are all hallmarks, key markers of a girl. Right, underdeveloped inability to provide a true reflection. Now, if and so the next question, the next question was about to come up for you guys. So, do we want a girl or do we want a woman? Park that. That question is going to come. I'm gonna let you just sift on that for a second. But let's just finish this point. That girl, that girl needs to be guided. She needs to be guided, regardless of whether you're a boy or a man which is where we get into the thing of what you can provide. What you can provide and what you need to provide are two different things. So, my friends, this is a very easy question. Hopefully some of you can just answer it really quickly off the bat, kind of rapid fire. Can a boy in the sense of development, who's just building his bridge, 
is does is he able to satisfy a girl at the highest level think about that now that we know what a girl needs in order to satisfy a girl the most what she needs at a satisfactory level is guidance guidance across the entire plane of human development that's why she's a girl why she's a girl she's underdeveloped she's not learned to put her pieces of her mirror together she needs to be tested needs to be challenged needs and that's what guiding is you guide someone through tests through challenges you lead them into to the good word that ben used there you lead them into experiences that they're not sure whether they can handle or not and see how they do and you got to be there for them and most importantly on the back end to provide a wholesome space in which that they could trust in you key word that ben also used trust in you to provide the empathy that it's okay that that you fell short. So, if you just look at everything that I just said, is a boy able to provide that for a girl? Put that up in the chat. And more importantly, because that's a yes or no question, I'd like you to dive into and use your mind, which is, if yes, he can provide that, why? If not, why not? Explain your answer. Don't, it's not enough to just say that not the boy can't provide that or yes, he can. If not, why not? If so, why so? Explain in the chat. Because what this is going to lead to is, is why so many guys, boys I should say, why so many boys have a hard time when a girl breaks up with them. Why so many boys have such a hard time when a feminine being in general leaves them. Or when a boy finds out that he was not able to provide what she needed, wasn't able to satisfy. Interesting to see how you guys respond to this. So, Ben Hyde comes and saying, the heart of challenge is greater than reward. Oh, you are, are you in my mind right now? You must be in my mind. Because when I was out, just I was slamming some kangaroo and some eggs just before. And I was in the sun... I was absorbing that vitamin D and one thing that as I was thinking, preparing for this topic, I was thinking about this, Ben, I go, the stronger the woman, the stronger the lesson. And that was just something that kept ringing in my head because I want to talk about it today. And then Ben just comes in with this beautiful comment saying, the heart of the challenge, the greater reward. It's basically the same thing. Whew, shit. It's like Ben's already in my mind. This is good. Uh, ben then comes in saying, a girl may think she knows what she wants. But when the pants come off, she may realize she had no idea what she really needed. Yes, if you mean that metaphorically. I think you do mean that metaphorically. As in, you know, when the when the mirrors when the when the spotlight's on, when there's uh, nowhere to hide, she may realize she had no idea what she really needed. Agree. Agreed. There's a very big difference between what a girl wants and what a girl needs. Oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that for sure. Don't you worry about that. T then comes in saying, nope, don't think so. Boys won't have the maturity to guide beings of lesser maturity. Just just breathing in T's answer there, he says, nope, don't think so. Boys won't have the maturity to guide beings of lesser maturity. He then goes on to say, boys will be thinking about what they can get for themselves. Ah, ah that's good. That's good. The, 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 where I was p- pausing on your initial answer there, T, initial T, is that is very general again, not very specific. 
But then he gives us a little more specific saying that boys will be thinking about what they can get for themselves. Speaking from, and he goes on to say, speaking from my experience as a boy. <laughs> so while I don't disagree with your general answer to begin with, just not quite specific, but when you say that boys will be thinking about what they can get for themselves, that's a little more specific. And that's, uh, that's on point. So yes, correct. Very good. Ben then uh, came in saying that a boy has it in him to satisfy a girl only if he has the experience to show her the way. So do you see, Ben, that your answer contradicts your answer? The very definition of a boy is that he doesn't have the experience to show her the way. So when you say a boy has it in him to satisfy a girl only if he has the experience to show her the way, that's incorrect because the very definition of him being a boy means that he doesn't have experience. However... A boy definitely has it in him to grow into a man. That's important. But I know that's not what you said, so technically incorrect. Like a boy a boy within a certain relationship with a girl can transform into a man. And so if with the same girl, help to guide her. Does that make sense? But a boy in his current state of boyhoodness, in terms of underdeveloped bridge, inability to provide a strong frame, essentially, he's not going to be able to guide her. That's the very definition of him being a boy. Jay knew then coming and saying he can take her somewhere, just not the whole way. So you just let her go on to the next person. Okay, Jay's brought in a different perspective here. He then goes on to say he can provide some of that progress bar XP. So yes. Hmm. Hmm. Just you guys, uh, I'm taking some. I'm taking some time with your answers here. With harder questions, you often respond to answers that require a little bit more unpacking. So I'm not going to just breeze over them. When you say Jay knew that he can take her somewhere, it really depends on what you mean by somewhere. I understand. I definitely agree with you saying that he just he definitely can't take her the whole way. Agreed. Agreed. There. So let her go on to the next person for sure. But he can provide some of that progress bar XP, or in our analogy here, Jay is essentially saying that he can allow her to put some of the pieces of the mirror together. Yeah. What would be what would be a little bit better there, Jay, if you could further on, is what is that somewhere? What are those pieces that he could provide? If you could give me a specific around that, that would be a much better answer. But you're getting there, you're getting started. It's good. Amar then comes and saying, yes, a boy will give her the experience at the very least, and she can learn from that experience what she wants and needs. Amar's answer is just as aloof as Johnny's in the sense of, what do you mean by experience? What type of experience are you talking about here? Uh, you need to put a specific behind that, because I can't just give you a, a, green, a green flag or green light on that without telling me what kind of experience is, because you could be really far off depending on what you define experience as. Ben comes and saying, hmm, I see Adam. I was muddling the waters between boy and man. Yes, we're going to be very clear on that. That's why, Ben, I made very clear distinction at the beginning of this podcast to separate boy from man and girl from woman. He then goes on to say, a boy could take a girl to third base but not have it in him to hit the full home run. So now you're on the same point as Amar and Jay. Not specific enough. You're all talking about a certain type of experience, but you're not. none of you are quite willing to, to be specific about it. So that's interesting. Even a paradox then comes in saying, no, because they are both inexperienced, 
So kind of like the blind leading the blind. Maybe if they are both trying to grow and help each other out. So in, a very, in another interesting way, uh, in the same way that Ben did, Infinite Paradox has con- contradicted his own answer. In the exact same way Ben did. Infinite starts off by saying, no, he, a boy can't satisfy a girl because she, he can't provide what she needs, which is guidance, because he's inexperienced. So it's kind of like the blind leading the blind. So that's great. That's a great answer right there, uh, Infinite. But then you then go on to say, maybe if they are both trying to grow and help each other out. So he then directly contradicts his answer exactly immediately after that. <laughs> so I don't even know what you mean then, because you're actually, you've given me two opposing answers there. Interesting. Uh, we're not going to spend too much more time on this question. I will wrap it up since no one's quite hit the nail on the head with this yet. I don't think... I think T got... T was the closest. T was the only one who gave a specific. Who's, who t- referenced that boys just be thinking about what they can get for themselves, which speaks to the principle of this answer. <clears throat> so I'll read it. I'll go, I'll go for a couple more, but if you guys don't get it in the next one, I'm just going to knock it out of the park. So, and it just helps the podcast keep rolling. Jay New came in saying, if he, if he building his bridge properly, he can show her his direction and methodology and she can learn that for her own mirror. He can't take her to a defined destination that he isn't at, but he can show her the path that he is taking. It's interesting, Jay, because you weren't there in last week's session, but you're almost making, you're almost stepping on the same landmine that Ben stepped on last week. You're almost alluding, you're almost, you've said it you've, twice in your answer that you've almost alluded to that your 50 can define theirs. And so this is, but you're not, yeah, no, I just need to reread that. If he's building his bridge properly, he can show her his direction methodology and she can learn that for her own mirror. Yeah, see, that's where, that's where basically you're making the same mistake that Ben made last week. Ben, Ben, this would be a very interesting uh, test for you. Based on last week's session, uh, Ben, where you, based on the mistakes that you made and what you had to learn from last week, can you see the red flag in Johnny's, I know I've already kind of said it, but let me see if you could unpack it for him. That would be really cool to see if you, because that would be a really good build on lesson. Ben, can you see how, what's the red flag in Johnny's answer there? Because it's exactly the red flag you made last week that hopefully you've learned from. At least in the first part of Johnny's message. In his second part, uh, he's, he's a little bit closer on. Amar then comes in saying, by experience, I mean her relation to other humans. So what did Amar initially say? Amar initially said, yes, a boy will give her the experience at the very least, aka the relation to other human beings. And she can learn from that experience and what she ne- what she wants and needs. So, Omar, you are definitely correct in saying that he can give her what she wants, but you are definitely incorrect in saying that he can give her what she needs. He certainly cannot provide her what she needs, but he can provide her what she wants. So, I'll give you half marks on that. You got half marks. Thank you for the reiteration as well. So, Ben comes in saying, I think building off my question to him, he says, you can take her to your bridge, but you can never make her cross it. She must choose to cross for herself, but you cannot build her bridge for her. 
Ah, good. Now that's that's building off the lesson that Ben had to learn last week. But now Jay comes in saying, read my answer again with the context that he can't give her what she needs. Okay. Okay. So Jay's saying that he feels like we're missing the context. That he can't give her what she needs. If so Jay, when Jay said if he's building his bridge properly, he can show her his direction and methodology and she can learn that for her own mirror. So that there's no, it doesn't matter what context you put that in. Uh, there's a big red flag within that answer. Now, Ben, I asked Ben what was the red flag in that answer. Ben came in saying that you can take her to your bridge, but you can never make her cross it. She wants to choose across for herself. So, Ben, that's not the answer. That's definitely a lesson you had to learn last week, but it's not the lesson that's directly related to this. There was something that you were getting tripped up on last week that John is currently getting tripped up in that answer, in which that. Think about the 50s. I already said the answer, Ben. Think about the 50s. What in 50, what in Johnny's answer there is he saying about his 50 in relation to hers? Just think about that one more time. I don't want to get too caught on this because I know the other live viewers, if you weren't, or the other people listening to the podcast, if you weren't there last week, you probably have no idea what we're talking about here. So I'll give Ben one more chance, but just think about Johnny is saying that his 50 does something to hers. And that was a big mistake that you made last week, Ben. And I just wanted to see, you're definitely correct in the sense that she must choose to cross for herself, that she cannot uh, build the bridge for herself but, or build her mirror for herself. Wait, well, in his analogy, he's saying you cannot build her bridge for her. Definitely, you cannot help her uh, build her mirror for her. She must do that herself. That's definitely a lesson you had to learn last week. But there's something within the 50s. Who's 50 defines who? Just think about that for a second, Ben. See if you get it. Otherwise, I've got to roll on with this. Uh, ah, good, good. Well done. Okay, well done. So Jay had also come in saying, I'm changing my answer to no. Uh, okay. And then Ben comes in saying, you can only ever provide your 50. You can't influence her 50. Yes. Nailed it, Ben. That's what I'm talking about. He then goes on to say, her 50 is hers and hers alone. Yep, big part of just letting go of the ego, 100%. And then, okay, yes, yes. So there were two major lessons Ben had to learn in last week's social Q&A live. And it's because Ben made the same mistake that Jay, Jay New did. When Jay New said, if he's building his bridge properly, he can show her his direction and methodology and she can learn that for her own mirror. AKA, his 50 can help her to define hers. Incorrect. It doesn't matter how good your 50 is. It doesn't matter how... Let's just bring our perspectives back here. What are we even talking about? We're talking about... Well, what Jay's talking about is that the boy, even though he is a boy, which means he's underdeveloped, he's currently building his bridge, aka his ability to interact with all beings, right? but his overall temple. Social dynamics, particularly in this particular example. But he's on the journey to that. But as long as he's on the right path, aka he's using the right tools... He's using the right mindset, methodology. He's using the right uh, equipment and uh, what's the other word I was looking for there? Uh, materials. The right materials, the right tools, the right materials. Then he can help her. And then that, in Jay's words, she can learn from that after her own mirror. It doesn't matter how right he's walking his path or how right he's building his bridge. That says nothing for her. It says absolutely nothing for her. Her 50 will always just be her 50. It's completely uh, uninfluenced by his. 
You can be doing the very best you can be doing and she can completely reject or accept that. So that was a big mistake that Ben had made last week and I think Jay can understand this. Yes, Jay came in saying, I'm mistakenly saying that I can define her 50. Good, Jay. Good. So Jay has also learned the lesson. He says, uh, thanks for the vibe, Jay, guys. No worries, Jay. Good. Good lessons here. I just wanted to get that because Ben made that mistake last week and I saw another person making that mistake today. I'm like, no, we don't. No, we don't. Mistakes are fine, but not the same one twice. So let's draw it back out. Let's throw it back out here. What was the initial question that I asked you guys? The initial T, the initial Q was, can a boy who's underdeveloped provide a girl with what she needs? Absolutely not. Key word being what she needs, not what she wants. What does she want? What does a young girl want? What does a girl in her early stage development want? She wants attention. Right? She definitely wants physical uh, ravaging in Ben's words. She wants lust. She wants uh, to be taken on wild adventures. Can a boy provide that? Yes. Attention? Yes. Wild adventures? Yes. Uh, what, what else does she want? She wants to be felt like she's the only one. Can a boy provide that? Absolutely. She wants to feel like uh, she gets a status bump. Can a boy provide a status bump? Absolutely. Right? Just the fact if he's, a, if he's a cool boy, cool boy, right? If he's a popular boy, can provide a status bump for sure. A boy can provide many things of what a girl wants, but can he provide what she needs? Absolutely not. What does she need? Guidance. Guidance for what though? Guidance for what? At a macro, to be able to put together a fully formed mirror. What does a fully formed mirror look like? Right? At its most core base foundation is to be able to know herself and reflect. To be able to know herself and reflect. This is something I didn't discuss at the very beginning of the podcast when we're talking about women, and we'll get to women in a second. A woman in a second. But when a woman's mirror is fully formed, what does that even mean? What that means is that she can provide a true reflection. How could one ever provide a true reflection if you don't know yourself? If you don't have a true understanding of your nature and life? Hmm. So a girl's development, we're now moving beyond just social development now. We're now looking at a girl's life development. A girl's life development is in the same way that now we're going to put aside the mirror and the bridge micros. We're going to talk about the one foundation, which is the temple. When we talk about uh, developing your temple, that's not just a masculine analogy. That's an analogy for all human beings. That's human principles. So a woman, a girl's development of her temple, right, which is the exact same purpose, physical, mental, social development, Right, that's our outer being of the temple. Nah, strong. And strong foundations. However, there's something that happens when the temple's foundations are built, when the temple's outer walls are constructed, in which that purpose is there, physical's there, mental's there, social there. But the, I said before, there are many girls that look like women. There are many girls that are 30, 35, 40 expands all ages, it's age independent, that have well-developed bodies, that have maybe strong purpose in life, maybe, that have strong mental game, maybe, that have strong social development, probably, yet are lacking, lacking what? Lacking what? For those of you that know the temple analogy well enough, 
What are they lacking? Your foundations are built, outer temple is built, and I'm still saying that she's not a fully formed woman, that she's not a, not at woman stage yet, aka she's she hasn't put together all the pieces of her mirror. What 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 am, what is she missing? Now, only those of you that have seen or have watched my content quite a bit or have seen the short film What Is a Man uh, will be able to answer this question. But what is she missing? Foundations there, out of temples built. There's still something that's missing. That would allow her. Uh, I got to pause that. I, gotta, I can't say that, otherwise it gives the answer away. What is she missing there? It's just a really interesting question. I don't want to get too deep on it because some of you might just have absolutely no idea. That's fine. I just want to see if any of you do. If any of you have an answer to it, uh, it would be awesome. So Jay knew then coming saying, such a pit, such such a simple pitfall that I seem to easily trip upon. Yeah, male male pitfall for sure. Uh, ben High saying it's easy to fall, but it is not so easy to rise. Truth. Uh, he then says, whenever you say what a girl wants and needs, the Christian and Clear song comes in my head. <laughs> Shake my head. Truth. T then comes in saying, something I didn't understand in your what is a man video, Adam, was how are things different from women? Interesting question. We might we can maybe get to that in open Q&A. Not quite relevant right now. Well, I've actually kind of, we've kind of stepped into it a little bit. But then T comes with an answer saying, or kind of, T comes with a question saying, missing the inner garden, question mark. So if T hadn't put a question mark on that, I'd give him a straight gold medal. Uh, let's just, for the sake of this podcast, keep rolling on and not get in the weeds of it. Yes, what is she missing? She's missing the inner garden. What is the inner garden? If you have a foundations of your temple built and the outer temple is built, purpose, physical, mental, social development's all built, yet you're still a girl or still a boy in that in because the temple is applicable to all human beings you're still underdeveloped what's the final piece missing the final piece is you're in a garden what is you in a garden true nature who you really are right it's that place in the analogy of the temple i really want you to just visualize it okay your foundations are built all the pillars are erect right the the, the walls are there the rooms are there it's all there but then when you actually go into the most dinner, when you go into the most deepest inner recesses of that temple, there has to be something else. There has to be something else that actually transcends the entire development of the temple altogether. Transcends the ego. Transcends the world of 10,000 things, the world of the cities. It's your true nature. That's what the inner garden is. That is undying, irrespective, and inseparable. From all things in life. Your true nature. A girl does not have the inner garden. In the same way that a boy does not have the inner garden. They might have an inner garden. But do they know the inner garden? They may have started to plant seeds in the inner garden. But is it developed? You know, there's there's ways to go. There's ways to go. There's a journey to be had. Absolutely. So, but anyways, I didn't want to get too deep on that. The T did... Uh, T did get carded, carded. He put a question mark, so he technically doesn't get a gold medal for it, but because it's not actually an answer. But anyways, let's move on. Let's move on uh, from this point because it's getting in the weeds here. We're bringing it back. The reason why that boy can't provide what she needs, guidance, guidance to become a fully formed mirror, aka a fully formed woman, aka a woman, and to have a fully developed temple with an inner garden, right? He can't do that because he hasn't been there himself, absolutely. He doesn't have that experience of having developed his own bridge. Hasn't developed his own self to the full way, full play. 
and sure as hell uh, has not developed uh, his own temple to the degree needed. So guidance is what a girl needs the most in order to satisfy her. Yeah, it's just it's really really key here. You can satisfy a girl on many different levels. A boy underdeveloped can satisfy a girl on many different levels. We talked about it before. We talked about the attention providing, uh, the physical sexual stimulation, the emotional sexual stimulation, uh, status, social stimulation. He can provide and satisfy all of those things. What he cannot do is guide her into developing a fully developed mirror. He can't do that. He can't do that. He cannot guide her in that sense and guide her on that journey. Now, it's not to say that whatever he does, whether it's good or bad, to get not to make sure that Jay Nu doesn't get stuck on this point, uh, actually tells her what to do or how to do it or speeds up that pace. It never will. It never will. But when we speak about guidance, you're going to start to understand what that means a little bit more later on this podcast. But just making sure that it's very clear for you guys that can provide what she wants, just know what she needs. Young girl needs guidance. And it's like, there's a the point. I, I think Jay. I'm thinking about Jay's mind here. I hope he's there when he gets that. Not what she wants. Not what she wants. What she needs. Because Jay, just I know you're listening here. Does does a girl need to be told what to do, how to do it? Does a girl need to have the the pieces of the mirror put in place for her? Is that what guidance is? See, that's where some of you might get a little bit messed up in this podcast. It's like, but how is that any different to what Jay's saying? It's very different. It's actually the complete opposite. Because depending on how you define guidance will completely determine whether you're on or off, whether you're on green or whether you're on red street. A lot of guys, as Jay and Ben got tripped up on, was that they felt that the guiding is actually using my 50 to help her to define hers and to tell her where to put her mirrors, show her where to put... The- the pieces of the mirror within this frame. No, 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 it doesn't matter. what you, you could never even do that. But the attempt to do it, the desire to do it, is actually, uh, is actually very detrimental to a girl's development. But when we talk about, okay, what does she need? She needs guidance. Think about what guidance means. We're going to pause that for now. We might, it's, prob- it's going to organically pop up a little bit later on. But hopefully that starts to bring a little more enlightenment to your guys' minds. Ah, uh, here we go. <laughs> Jay New saying no question mark T. Absolutely, we don't want no question marks up in here. Uh, ben High saying women are the moon and men are the sun. It depends what you mean by that, Ben. Tuckerby then comes and saying I'm questioning because men need an inner garden too. So, hmm, what's the difference? There is no difference. The temple analogy is not uh, man or woman independent uh, or dependent. Sorry. The temple analogy is human. He then says, inner garden just sounds like conscious awakeness to me. That awakeness transcends gender or sex. So that's why I'm a little bit lost. Uh, You would be lost if you think that the temple analogy is specific to either men or women. That that, uh, short film was much more than about the inner garden. That described uh, a very specific example of what is a man. I was using the analogies directed towards men, but if you actually understood the principles underneath it, they're actually relevant to all human beings. The title is just What is a Man? Because most of my audience is men. So, uh, imagine if I named it What is a Woman? Probably a lot of you would not have watched. 
Uh, ben Highland comes to say, I'm speaking more in natural esoteric terms uh, or relating to nature in terms of when women are the moon and men are the sun. Oh, in terms of uh, polar opposites. Yes, agreed. Agreed, Ben. Okay. So now, now that we've fully fleshed out what a girl is, defined it, what a girl needs in order to satisfy her, defined it, and what a girl, what she wants and what she needs, defined. Now let's flip to the women now. Let's flip to a woman now. Fully developed. Fully developed. Not making the misnomer of that finished. Fully developed does not mean finished. Fully developed just means that all the pieces of her mirror are within the frame. You're the frame, and she's done enough work in her life to transition to, okay, piece by piece by piece by piece by piece, forms a clear picture now. And... Uh, don't get uh, stuck in nuances of, but are there cracks in the mirror? Of course, people have cracks in the mirror. Is the frame as strong as it could be? Absolutely not. It can always get better. And that's where the development of life is. The journey of life is taking those, having a woman constantly improve her uh, frame in which her mirror could provide a reflection. So we've addressed that before. We're not going to get into those nuances. Don't get stuck in those nuances. So we look at now from the boy perspective, Mm, should we go that way first or should we go with ah let's start this way we'll start in reverse what is a woman because I was going to start the same way we did with the girls but we're going to start in reverse here when we look at consciously incompetent boy he's on his, just learning to build his bridge okay and just learning to put together his development in life but he comes across a woman now who can provide a true reflection full reflection can show him everything of what he is Can he provide her what she needs? And can he provide her with what she wants? You see how we did this in reverse. I started with saying what does a girl need? What does a girl want? But we're not starting with what does a woman need and what does a woman want? I'm just going to start. And we're going to skip that question because if you understand what the girl needs and wants, it should be pretty self-explanatory what the woman needs and wants. So the question now becomes, can a boy provide that? That's the next, that's the next class question. I'm hoping you guys are advanced enough to, have, to be able to skip that initial question because if you've been paying attention, you should understand that what a woman needs and wants is essentially just, well, at least what she needs is just essentially the complete opposite of what a girl needs. So if you're switched on enough, that should be clicking. If it doesn't click... Just let me know in the chat if you feel like I'm. Uh, we should address that. You feel like you need a a clearer, more step by step explanation of what the woman needs and wants. We can go into that for sure. But if you're switched on enough, I feel like you should you should understand that based on your understanding of what the girl needs and wants. Because if you understand what the girl needs and wants, it should be pretty clear what the woman needs and wants. At least in my mind. But hey, I could be off and maybe not reading you guys right. So take a swing, take a swing, and let's just say you do understand that, and that now the question becomes, can the boy provide the woman with what she needs and wants? And it's, there's a two parts to that question. It's not just can he provide what she needs or wants, it's needs and wants, two different things. So hit me up with that. Okay, Jay New come up and saying, guidance through being... Since the female tendency is to reflect, simply being a direct, congruent, and authentic man in her presence is God in itself. Oof. 
Lisa. That was well said, Jay. That was well said. You're a little too far ahead of this podcast, which is why I, with that answer, I I parked that for a reason. We're not quite there yet in this podcast, but we will get back to that. Feel free to just copy and paste that when we get back to this, when we get back to what guidance really is. Because it's coming up, it's coming up, it's not far away, but you're a couple stones ahead here. Enough talk. Let's fight. <laughs> Such a buoy. Us. Uh, T then comes in saying nope. I'm not sure what you're saying nope to. That's that's one word, T. You could have given me a lot more clarity than nope. Uh, ben High then comes in saying no, because the boy does not know what the woman needs. <sighs> the boy doesn't even know that he doesn't know. <sighs> Oh, okay, okay. So we got a, that's a very good answer, but it's a little cryptic. So Ben, when you say that, no, the the boy can't provide what the woman needs and wants because the boy doesn't know what the woman needs. The boy doesn't even know that he doesn't know. So Ben, now this is good. Explain to me what is it that the woman needs? Ah, here we go. So we're going to reverse here. So if you had already told me what the woman needs, I wouldn't need to ask this question. Now, I assume that you already know what the woman needs, but well, I assumed it in asking this question. But now I actually need to know. So you could be right, you could be wrong. It depends on what you feel like the woman needs. You're definitely on money though. You're definitely on Zenny Street with the boy doesn't even know that he doesn't know. He doesn't by default, but if he watches content like this, he will. So it depends on what he's been exposed to. So you you could, it depends on the situation based on your second part of your answer. But on the first part of your answer, no, because the boy doesn't know what the woman needs. Yeah, that, that, that could be true depending on what you define as what the woman needs. So if you can give me an answer for that, you get some gold money zenny right there. Uh, Jay Lou comes in then saying, a woman doesn't need to be guided only breathed in and accepted. So Jay knew has... So Jay, you're definitely correct in part one. A woman doesn't need to be guided. Well done there. Well done there. Yokodekta. But then when you then go on to say only breathed in and accepted, that's you're correct on the breathing in and the being accepted, but you're incorrect on the word only. You are missing a key. You are missing a key in the same. You're actually missing the same key that Ben missed at the very beginning of this podcast when he defined what a girl needed. He said that a girl needed trust, uh, acceptance, physical ravaging. Uh, He missed one particular thing, though. So uh, if you you're you're you've narrowed off, you narrowed off. She needs something more. While being breathed in and accepted is very important for a woman, absolutely, she definitely needs those two things. They are not the only two things, and there's something more important than those two. You're, uh, you've got to think quite macro for this. You've got to think quite wide. You've got to think about life development because that's what a woman's at. That's where a woman's at. She's at a different stage of life development. So in order to satisfy her, we've got to use these words. You've got to think about it this way. Okay. <clears throat> Jay, okay, Jay's typing, so I'll let him finish his typing. Yeah. And also, some of you haven't separated 
you've 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 both well the two people have answered so far ben and jay have gone straight to the hole on what a woman needs but the question was actually two-part it's can a boy provide what a woman needs and wants so okay so you guys are focusing on the needs right now but you haven't focused on the wants the needs is the most important part but the wants offers a lot of because the needs if a if a if a boy can provide what a woman needs that's the positive end of this answer the negative ends is what she wants and what that means for you in post. Why Why a boy uh, maybe... Eh, I'll pause that. I'll pause that. We're not quite there yet. So then Jay reiterates with... Off his answer, if a woman doesn't need to be guarded, only breathed and accepted. He goes on then to say, a masculine leading frame. I guess he's saying in addition to that, he also needs a masculine... She also, a woman also needs a masculine leading frame to fit her mirror in... Especially one that makes her pieces fit better. You're getting confused in this analogy, Jay. The frame I des- I had described at the beginning in which that of the pieces of her mirror fit within, that's, again, irrelevant to you. You're making the same mistake you made at the beginning of this podcast. Her pieces of her mirror are independent to yours, such as the frame as well. Such as the frame as well. Her mirror... And the pieces that fit within it, within that frame, irrelevant and independent to you. Uh, so you got tripped up on that again. Your mind seems to be quite... Uh, you've attached, you've married the idea of that the woman cannot be uh, developed or fully formed without your input, without, your, without you being a prerequisite. It's interesting. Interesting how you've, you're quite married to that idea because it's coming out it's came out come out twice now so while she definitely needs a masculine leading frame if you meant that in terms of specific social dynamics you'd be correct but that's not what we're talking about here we're talking about macro life development uh which is very different and i know that you didn't mean it specifically because then you then go on to say to fit her mirror in especially the one that makes her pieces fit fit better it's like that that mindset of that you could provide her with a frame for her mirror pieces to fit within better. It's like it's completely incorrect, completely red flag. It's for the exact same reason as before. You don't define her. She has her own journey to define herself. Ben then goes on to say, so you need to think about that more, Ben. Ah, sorry, Jay. You need to think about that more, Jay. Ben then comes in saying, the, w- the women no longer need a guide. The woman, sorry, the woman no longer needs a guide, but one who will meet her and knows she needs congruent connection and has the experiences to pleasure her and give her the physical and spiritual connection of being. <clears throat> Interesting, Ben. You're kind of back here. You're while you're not, you're definitely not off. You've said a lot of good things there. You're definitely not on either. In the same way that Jay missed something as well. So you, all the stuff you said is good. It's all good. You, you're correct in the same way that Jay said that they no longer need guidance. Very true. You're both on with that at least. However, when you go on to say that who will meet her and, sh- and know she needs congruent connection, has the experiences to pleasure her and give her the physical and spiritual connection of being, Def- all very good. All very good. Definitely needs that. Just not the most important. 
You're closer though. You're definitely much closer than Jay is. You're definitely close. You're just missing. How about this? How about this, B? B? Because I don't want to take too much longer with this, and because you guys have had a, have you've had your fair shots. So to help you out, I think you'll get it if I give you this analogy. If you take a dirt road, Tory Gate, Tory Gate, beginning of the journey, you take a dirt road. Next to you is a girl. Come across this new girl, new connection, underdeveloped. Okay, she needs to be guided, which means that I'm going to walk one step ahead. I'm going to hold her hand. Hold her hand and walk her one step ahead. Okay, I'll be one pace ahead, holding her hand. Visualize that. That's what the girl needed. With the woman, though, you're saying that, and we're saying that the woman no longer needs guidance, so I don't need to hold her hand anymore, which means I also don't need to walk one step ahead. I just need to walk. I just need to walk. If you can finish that sentence, that will give you the number one thing that the woman needs. She doesn't need to be guided. She doesn't need to be. Yeah. I don't need to be one step in front of her, one pace in front of her. I don't need to walk one pace in front of her, holding her hand. I just need to walk. Ben comes in with the Zeddy. Ben comes and say, you just need to walk with her. Yeah. Yes, sir. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. So, perfect. A girl, a girl needs you to walk hand in hand, one step in front of her, right? You're leading, guarding, absolutely. A woman needs you to walk with her. At her stage of development, she doesn't need you to hold her hand. She doesn't need to, you need, certainly never did she ever need you to tell her what to do or how to do it or why to do it, but she certainly isn't looking for that. What the woman needs is you to walk with her. So what does that mean, Ben? What does that mean, walk with her? I'll let you think about that now, but I'm going to keep this podcast rolling. Walking with someone means that you see each other as equals, that you see each other on the same plane, that you see each other as contemporaries, that you see each other as not so much of having a such a, a rift or dynamic between your stages of development, but actually that we're now developing together. When you walk with someone, we develop together at a very similar pace, in a very similar desire, in a very similar step, as I keep doing here in this podcast. I keep stepping, same step, same pace, same walk. That's the vibe that you want to be getting when now when we look at what a woman needs because a woman doesn't need to be guided. She doesn't, she's done, that stage of her development is over. Now, I need to be walked with. What does it mean when you can walk with? If, if a girl, guys, if a girl, if her mirror isn't fully developed, to what degree does she have a bit of ability to reflect with it? If there are pieces missing within the frame that would one day become her mirror, and she just she tends to focus too much on the pieces that are there, puts too much weight on those, and thinks that's the whole reflection, but it's not. You know, you see this with girls all the time. But but if you've got a woman now, so, so pause that. But with the girl, she can't really use her full mirror, can she? Because she doesn't have it. She doesn't have full mirror. So to, to what degree and effectiveness could she be able to provide? that true reflection that we require from a, the highest level of a feminine being. Not, not there. 
not there. It, can't, it doesn't have full use, full ability, full capacity. But if we're recognizing we're on the dirt path with a woman now, the very nature of her being a woman means that she's a fully developed, fully put together, full, all the pieces are together within her frame of her mirror. So what does she most need to do with that mirror? She wants to use it. She needs to use it. She doesn't need to be guided. She needs to be use it. In order to use her mirror, she needs someone to walk with. Well, in this analogy of bringing together a sexual romantic connection, in which that what she's looking for most in a partner, you want to be able to satisfy a woman the most. Let's bring, a, let's bring down a brass tax right here. You need to be able to satisfy a woman. What you need to be able to do is meet her on a level in which that she's able to use that mirror. In which that she's not constantly, because we can flip this analogy just as well, in which that we look at what does a woman need to provide for a boy? What does a woman need to provide a man? We can flip the analogies and we can talk about it in reverse. And it actually does help to do that. And we're going to do that now. Which that a woman needs to be able to use full capacity, full ability to be able to use her mirror in this life, right? Which means all of her development, all of her purpose, physical, mental, social development, and her inner garden as well. But if she doesn't have a contemporary and a a reflection in the masculine that is actually on the same level as that, that is actually at the same stage, similar stage of development as that, she can't use her mirror to the fullest capacity in the same way that a man with a girl cannot use his full capacity. Yes. Yes. Hopefully this is sinking in for you guys here. Hopefully this is like pieces kind of dropping in now. So, ah. So, because we've, we've been talking about needs versus wants, but we're definitely going to need to open up the discussion around what's best. We're definitely going to need to open up the discussion around what should you be aiming for, what's best case scenario, et cetera, et cetera. And maybe that's the next part here. But I just want to solidify that. Solidify that one point there. Is that what does the woman need most? Needs you to walk with, which allows her to do what? Full capacity of using her mirror. So, if you understand the positive end of that, what's the negative? What's the negative, my friends? And this is where you're going to start to get a lot of enlightenment, and this is where you're going to start to understand the pitfalls, shortcomings, the, the burnings that happen for boys. Why boys need to be burnt out. Burned out. Crisp, cindered. Burned to a crisp. It's necessary, absolutely most necessary. Think about it now. Think about the negative end. It's like, okay, we've painted out what it looks like when it's good, when it's right, what the woman needs, what the girl needs. So what happens when you're a boy? Because we're talking about being a boy here for these girls and women, which means you're underdeveloped, consciously incompetent. There's so many questions I could ask you to bring you to this realization. Where do we even begin? Okay, let's let's just start. We'll start with an easy one. Just to reiterate here, a boy can't provide what a girl needs. Just the very definition of being a boy, he can't provide that guidance, but he can provide what she wants. So he can find himself in a mutually beneficial interaction with a girl. When a boy meets a girl, <laughs> not in the typical analogy, but when an underdeveloped meets another underdeveloped, that can work. Now it's not great. It's not going to be the best. It is definitely to what Amar, was it Infinite Paradox or Amar had said earlier in this chat, that it is kind of blind leading the blind when a boy, when two underdeveloped beings get together. 
but at least they're at the same stage of the journey. So in the dirt path analogy, you know, boy and girl, it's like really what she needs is a... Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Damn it. I was just gave you the answer to a question I was about to ask you guys. Shit. All right, I've already said it, so you can't not, I can't not finish that then. Okay, so what she needs is that... Is really what would be best for the girl was the question I was going to ask you. What would ideally be the best for the girl? The question was, uh, what's ideal for a for a girl who's underdeveloped to be with a boy who's underdeveloped, or for a girl who's underdeveloped to be with a man who is fully developed? I kind of already given you the answer, so it'd be interesting though why you guys think the answer is the answer. Feel free to drop it in, but I'm already there, so <laughs> shit, I was on a roll, so. It's such a good question, though. I want to go back in time for a second and not say that. <laughs> it's such a good question because of the answer underneath it. So what the girl needs most and what would be best for her, because we're talking about best case scenarios here, is that is to have a fully developed man. 10 times out of 10, the best case scenario for the girl is to have a fully developed man. She's going to be, he's going to be able to provide her with what she needs most and definitely what she wants as well. That's 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 given, but most importantly, going to be able to provide that guidance. So that's what's going to be best case scenario. But if you've got, if you are a boy, right, you are underdeveloped, and you do happen to come across a girl who's also underdeveloped, you can only ever be where you are right now. Right now, your stage of the journey right now is your stage of the journey. There's no good in you wishing. Well, fuck it. It's like, what are you saying, Adam? I just give up on these girls because. Uh, because I'm not fully developed yet or I haven't made that transition into manhood psychology yet and manhood development. No, no, no. Relax, Jeffrey. Relax. What it means is that there's going to be a lot of stumbling. You're on that dirt path of the, right? There's going to be a lot of stumbling. While she's, and this is the analogy for Jay. This is the analogy for Jay New. While you two are walking that path as two underdeveloped beings, She's going to constantly stray, and so are you. You're both constantly going to be straying, and it's going to be your roles. What's the primary role of two underdeveloped beings to be together? What's the goal of two underdeveloped together? Is to stop each other from falling off as much as possible. It's to, it's it's not even to really uh, grow and develop each other. It's not that at all. It's not to see each other as equals. It's not to to make grand moves, grand plays, to be investing in farms in Tasmania, as I always go on, the investment farms in Tasmania. It's not that at all. The number one goal, if you, if you gave me a, listen, it's not age dependent, but it's typical of younger people. Don't worry though, but I made this analogy, sorry, I made this nuance at the beginning of the podcast. You can have boys that look like men that are 40 years old, same as girls who look like women that are 40 years old. But it's very typical of at least the, the vision of youngers. Let's say you've got two 18-year-olds, <clears throat> and don't get butt hurt if you're an 18-year-old that has made that transition. If you had made that transition, you wouldn't get butt hurt. Okay. And so, as you've got two 18-year-olds walking this dirt path, the number one guy, and they said to me, okay, listen, Adam, we're decided we're going to try and be together, we're going to try and uh, walk go through life together here. What's the goal? If one of my clients came to me and said, what's the goal I should set up? What's the vision for me and this girl? How are we going to be able to satisfy each other the best? It's like for you two, at your stage of development, 
you got an underdeveloped bridge, you got an underdeveloped mirror, you're trying to walk this path together. It would be the best. It would be everything you two could do to just stop each other from straying so far off. You got a straight line to walk. If one of you gets a couple meters off, just pull them back. Pull them back. Keep walking a little bit. Pull them back. All right. What does that mean in real terms? He, he, he gets some crazy idea. You say, "Is the girl, your, your male, your male boy partner, gets some crazy idea to open up a sneakers, a sneakers shop?" But you know, has absolutely no experience in business. It's like, talk to him about it. Talk, help him to understand why this might not be uh, necessarily the best decision. But help him to find that for himself. On the verse, if it's a, if it's a young boy's undeveloped of a girl, he says that the girl is just getting tits blinded every single weekend just drunk every single weekend completely obliterating uh her physical being and her energetic state is really far off oh shit her energetic state's really far off you know just helping her to maybe start to get a little bit further close to walking a straight line in terms of harmonizing her internal energy and her physical energy helping her to find that for herself of course you know just not making such a such tremendous mistakes it's like a the development goals for underdeveloped beings is just not to hurt themselves effectively. Effectively, it's just don't hurt yourselves. But it's very different from a man and a woman together on the path. Now it's not about because they've already been through this stage. They've learned to walk a straight line. They've learned to walk the path. So now I say, what can we do on this path? Who can we help along this path? What can we build what can we construct? What can we... It's, it's like... It's... Uh, I'm trying to think of a good analogy. It's not just one plus one when that happens. It's... It's like... It, it's, it's not just one plus one. It's two times 20. Right? It's, it's multiplication that happens when you get a man or a woman aligned on on their developments of life in terms of stages of development and that they get together and they walk together because it's multiplication and it's compounding an effect of what they can do not only for each other in terms of the experiences they can provide, but also what they can build in the world because it's, it's, it's extremely powerful when you get that, that happening. Anyways, anyways, let's put that together. There was going to be a question in that I was going to ask you guys. But I ended up answering it for you, so my bad. So uh, now, okay, the negative end is what I, where I was really wanting to go with that, though, which is that, okay, so what, what happens? What happens when a, when a boy can't provide what the woman needs? This is a good one. This is what we should go to now. We should go to now the event because let's bring this back to real-world terms here. If you're in the world of social dynamics, you're developing yourself, you're going out there, you're meeting tons of different people, you're going to come across opportunities. Oh, whoa, whoa, but even before that, so let's ask the question now of, if we've, if we've understood what's, Adam already fucked it for us by already answering the question of what is the, what's best for the girl, what's best for the boy then? Or has that question already been answered for you guys? I know it seems pretty obvious, but... It seems pretty obvious to me because I'm already I'm in this podcast. I'm doing this podcast, but I'm in my own mind. But I understand my own mind. So the question that next was going to be is that: well, What does the boy need most then? 
Does a boy need a girl or does a boy need a woman? Okay. Because if you've been listening attentively, you should be able to answer that question pretty easily. What's more important now is, do you guys see the paradox? If you understand that a girl, what's best for a girl is actually a man, and what's best for a boy is actually a woman, but that's not what's best for a woman or a man, is it? Is it best for a woman to be with a boy? No, we've already been through that. Is it best for a man to be with a girl? No. So you see, there's quite there's quite the paradox going on here in which that what girls need most are men and what boys need most are women, but what women need least are boys and what men need least are girls. So it's like, how does anyone ever get to develop it? <laughs> how does this even, uh, how, does, how, how can we do this? How can we do this? It's like, it's like such a, if you don't, if you understand it theoretically, it's like it's a now we're at a we're at an impasse. We're at an impasse in the theoretics. However, there's only something here that practitioners will know. Unless you're a practitioner, you 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 get mind fucked by this, and you'll go, "Well, fuck it. Why why would I even try that?" It's like it's, it's always never it's never going to be optimal. Then essentially, what you're saying, Adam. Theoretically, yes. Theoretically, it's never going to be optimal. Because what you want and need is very different to what what the other person wants and needs. However, there's something that happens in the practicality of things. And this is why I've been making this clear definition between needs and wants. <clears throat> As human beings, we're not purely need-based and we're also not purely want-based. We have a good mixture of both. We understand that there are, especially if you watched the last Eternal Energy podcast and how to harness your ego, we all have egos. And our egos are far more concerned of what they want rather than what they need. So, you guys might recall a video I made. It's still on the channel, actually, and actually has infield in it, not full clips, but infield with audio and video uh, called Why Younger Guys Should Date Older Women. It's a pretty damn good video, actually, if I do say so. It's really educational. But it details my journey of social dynamics, of relentlessly seeking out women that are much older than me, not just age. Obviously, age uh, it's not age-dependent, age-independent, but it's a commonality that women who are women, females that are women, are often a bit older, for sure. But hey, there are there are women who look like girls, absolutely. And why I relentlessly sought that out. It's like so, but it's like if you go, if you think about that, and maybe for those of you that don't know, it's just if you haven't seen that video. Basically, my social dynamics was supercharged by spending more time with women rather than girls. And it's it's a big key with how I developed so damn quickly when I finally got my shit together. You know, two years, seventeen to nineteen, fucking up. I uh, could just could, could barely get anything going to the social dynamics. Uh, no sexual experiences, which means no lays, no dates, no day twos, no relationships, you know, across 17 to 19, being in cold approach, yada, yada, the entire journey of that part of the journey. But then 30-day challenge happens, go out every single day for 30 days, end up in three or four casual relationships after that, enjoy that for a couple of months, and then get into a relationship uh, for two years after that. So 
during that stage where I finally corrected my behavior, there's something that happened within those 30-day challenges, that 30-day challenge, and the type of women that I was seeing, and the very fact that they were mostly women and not girls. Well, at the beginning of the 30-day challenge, I was meeting a lot of girls. Towards the end, I was spending more time with women. And that the, uh, the development that happened after that, particularly after that 30-day challenge, the speed, so fast, so much growth, so, so quickly. How can this be? Well, there's several contributing factors, but one of the underpinnings of all of them was the very nature of the women I was interacting, the very nature of the females I was interacting, who were women. Because what does a boy need most, my friends? Needs a woman. But what can a boy least satisfy? A woman also, because he can't provide her what she needs. So how is it that boy version of Adam was somehow breaking the bonds of this theoretical paradox in which that, but if a woman, why would any of these women be interested in Adam? Why would any of these women spend any time with Adam if he was at the boy stage of development and isn't able to provide them with what they need? Does anyone have the answer to that? That's a good class question because that that'll be a question. The answer to that question is most relevant to probably you guys in the chat. That's probably most relevant because it's it's the it's the underpinnings of the theoretical nonsense, theoretical sense, I should say, and then brings in the light of practitionership and what happens when you actually go out as a underdeveloped boy and you actually start to meet fully developed women. There's something that happens. Theoretically, on paper, it shouldn't work. Practically, though, in reality, it does work. Why does it work? Why does it work is the class question here. Why was it that these these women gave Adam the time of day to help him supercharge his growth and grow much faster than if he was just seeing girls? And also, by the way, just, just to be scientific about it, I know that I'm, the reason why I'm so confident in this is because it wasn't that I was just seeing women. As I said, I was also seeing girls. And that was the contrast. It was the contrast between the two that showed me the growth potential. And so I hmm, pause that there. Let's go up into the chat right here. <clears throat> so after the last, the last time I read the chat was when we were talked about what the woman needs you to walk with her. And Ben fucking nailed that. So that was good. Well, I, okay, okay. We, we, we helped you get there, but you finally got it, which is awesome. Uh, Jay, the, Jay New coming in saying, let me use the analogy of the dance. If you dance with a noob, you need to provide that structure to be followed. But with an experienced partner, you see, simply need to let go and dance with her. <laughs> Good, Jay. Good that you got to the with. Good. Ben coming saying, solid Johnny, that means we allow energies to mingle together and become one because there's no separation between her and I as we are one and the same. Truth. Struth. Jay comes to saying, withness is receiving and giving energy in tandem, not as me and you, but as us. Struth as well. Jay says, why are we in sync, Ben? This is kind of scary. <laughs> ben says, uh, hey, it's the uh, coming together of energies. You guys are on the same wavelength. It's great. It's great to see. That's what I love about the live chats. Ben says, I see you, Johnny. A meeting of the minds. Bodies and spirits. Takumi then come in saying, some light bulbs going off for me right now. Inspiring content. Thank you very much, T. Appreciate that feedback. And good to see that light bulbs are going off. Hopefully that we're breaking, short fusing some of them. Install some new ones. Higher wattage, higher voltage. Red light. 
<laughs> Ben comes and saying, I could have sworn you just bowed at him, but you were just snagging that water, mate. No, I, I, oh, I, I've done a couple. I've done a couple. When we say, uh, enough talk, let's fight. Shashabui. <laughs> That's uh, it's from a movie. <laughs> it's from a movie. Uh, Jay Newell dropped a super chat, a US $2 super chat with a pear man saying cool. I think he's also doing the shocker as well. Yeah, that's a Hawaiian pair right there. Much appreciated, Jay. Thank you very much for that super chat. Most appreciated. And so what that means, guys, just taking a quick pause here. <clears throat> we'll get back to the question in a second. But when we do get to open Q&A, when I open up questions to absolutely any topic, Jay's will come first because he's dropped a super chat and that just goes back to supporting the channel, help everything that goes on here. And speaking of which, if you guys haven't already, just drop a thumbs up on this video. That would be greatly appreciated. Help support the channel, help support the video, gets it sent out and all the rest. So thank you. Thank you very much, Jay. Ben, hi there, coming in and saying, I want to say both the boy and girl because they are on the same level, but I realize the girl needs a man to level up. Okay, that's from stuff before. Yep. Oh, Jose Pablo Fuentesoles comes in saying, what's up, Sensei? Amazing lessons as usual. Thank you very much, Jose. Great to have you here. get thought. Ben High says the boy needs a woman to become a man. Ah, uh, it depends what you mean by a man, Ben. When Ben Highland says the boy needs a woman to become a man, you're making the same error that Jay made in the sense of when Jay said that a woman needs a man to provide the frame to make her a mirror. You're making the same mistake as Jay did if you're talking about that in macro. If you're talking about it in micro specifics of social dynamics, you are correct. Boys need women to become men in the micros of their social dynamic skill set, definitely in the same way that women need that from men, but not in macro as beings. Yeah. You're making the same issue. It's like you and Ben are, have the exact same issues and answers at the same time. You're both wrong and right at the same time in the same way that each other is. Okay, Jade said something about the prisoner's dilemma. He says there's a compromise. Okay, so... So, what was the initial question that I just asked you guys? The initial question was, ah, why does it work? Why does it work? What? How is it that a boy in practicality actually can get exposure to fully developed women, which will help to supercharge his development, even though he technically on paper can't satisfy her, can't satisfy what she needs the most. He can't walk with her. But how come in practicality this worked for me? Worked for a lot of my clients as well. How could this be? How could this be? Doshte. Dokana. Jay had then come and saying, there's a compromise that's available through casual relationships. Give some people what they need by fulfilling some ego wants. It's not a bad answer, Jay. It's not a bad answer. That's a very dry answer, but it's very correct at the same time. Like, there's nothing romantic about your answer there. Which is, but it's very correct at the same time. There's definitely a more romantic way of saying that. But uh, I give you that's gold. That's that's Zenny. That's a hundred thousand Zenny right there. Uh, definitely correct. There's there's a there's a, there's something there's something missing though. It's like you're. I'm giving it to you. Don't worry. I'm giving it to you. But there is something missing that I would like to see. Just from a more uh, romantic perspective. Uh, but he's on, he's on. When Jay says that there's a compromise, he's, he's hit the key 
He said the key word there. There's a compromise. Because I discussed uh, the difference between needs and wants. I alluded to that. I also alluded to that we also have egos. And that's how some of this can be, how in practicality some things can work out. So Amar had retracted his message. Jose comes in saying, the energy of a boy is different, yet the women like to take care of boys in a motherly way. Yes. Yes. All right. Jose coming in with the romance. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, mama. That's what I'm talking about. The moment, it's like the perfect answer to follow up what I was missing from Jay's and uh, Jay News. It could have been said in many different ways. There's many different ways of saying it. It's not the that Jose hits some, hit the only answer. There's many ways of saying it. But when Jose says the energy of the boy is different, yes. Yes. Yes, I discussed this. I discussed this in the uh, in the advice to virgins video, uh, which was a late night sesh. I discussed it. I discussed that uh, that tiger cub energy in that video. I discussed the tiger cub energy quite a bit, some. But then when he then goes on to say, so that was a great Jose. The reason why he lit me up with that answer is because you took me both macro and micro. Jose gave us a macro answer of that the energy of the boy is different, but then micro comes in to say that yet the women. Uh, like to take care of boys in a motherly way. So Jose has provided the romance. And what I mean by romance is a, a picture, a face, a story, right? Which Jay's answer lacked. Jay's was just pure cut and dry, just ones and zeros. Whereas I like I like the ones and zeros to look like something, to, to, to have a story. It just, it brings a lot of energy to it. So you could just see in my physical response to Jay's answer versus Jose's answer. Uh, not that either that Jay was Jay knew was incorrect in any way, shape, or form. So what 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 do we mean here? When how, how can this be? How, what what does this look like? Absolutely, it's just it's so on the money. It's just so good. It's it, that that's a million zenny right there. If Jay knew was a hundred thousand zenny, this is a million zenny. The Tiger Cub energy of the boys. If you had watched the Advice to Virgins video, or I think I'd even said it in the uh why younger guys should date older women video. The tiger cub energy, it's endearing. One of the key things, one of the key things that allows an underdeveloped boy to get around a much more developed woman in which that on paper, theoretically, she shouldn't even want a bar of, there's something that happens in the middle there that helps to make that transition, which is the tiger cub energy, which is curiosity curiosity one of the most endearing things that a young boy can do is just show curiosity it's a human principle in general but we talk about it romantically and socially the curiosity of a young tiger cub is a it's a big big ticket huge ticket what i found that when i started uh going out on dates with women as a boy going out on dates with women and getting into casual relationships with women one of the key things that they would often reiterate back to me, resound back to me about what they liked about being with me the most is just how damn curious I was. It's like having your little tiger cub. Like you want to know fucking everything. I was just, I was literally, yes, yes. And now it brings in the story of the chanting. Yes. So a couple of weeks ago, the reason why I bring this up because we're getting, we're getting a couple of tangents here. I had a woman just the other day to me say, uh, say to me, oh, you're, such, you're so curious, Adam. You're so curious. I said, you're one curious man. 
And uh, and uh, and so I'm at this chanting session, right? So I mentioned it last week, but I just mentioned that I went to it. I didn't actually discuss it. So I'm at this chanting session for the first time. I put some of it on my Instagram if you want to check it out. At this chanting session, you don't see it in the video clips because they were taken a little bit later on in the session. It's like a two-hour session. But at the beginning, there was like 25 people there in a pretty small room, probably like only probably double the size of this room. This room's pretty small. But we're like shoulder to shoulder. We're packed in uh, in this uh, at the beginning. And I would say it was 70% female, 70 to 30%, 70% female, 30% male. And what was so beautiful about it, and why I've mentioned the story at the beginning was that there were feminine beings at all stages of development. There was like 18-year-old girls, girls being the dependent and the, the moving, driving word there. There were like young girls there, but there were also mid-range girls. There were older girls, but then there were also young women, mid-range women and older women. So we're talking about the development distinctions here. And so I was like, I was in a room with all these different feminine beings getting, and you know, guys, you know, in my mind, like apart from when I'm have transcended the plane of physical existence through this chanting in the moments when I'm not involved in that, my mind just goes wild with social dynamics, observing, analyzing, testing, executing, uh, talking with different uh, feminine beings and trying different, different uh, exploring, essentially just exploring. And what, I, what was so good was that I, I got along so much better or I found much better connections with the women there who were much more, much more developed. But with the girls, I found it harder to not connect or relay with, those aren't the right words, but harder to to get onto the same wave. Nah, that's, it's, it's hard. It's, the words almost don't fit it. It's just what we're talking about before, walking with or walking in front. It's like when you're with, faced with girls of their development and staging of girl development, it's very hard to develop a very strong sexual connection with them because you always feel like you're one step ahead, like you're always one pace ahead. And while I'm not saying that you don't or can't have sexual connections with them, it's just that if you've had a sexual connection with a fully developed woman, woman, it's, it's like two worlds apart. It's not even the same thing. It's not even the same thing. And so for me, it's, it doesn't really turn me on. It doesn't matter how physically attractive a girl stage of development is. If she's in the girl stage of development, she's just so many, so many steps back. It makes it very hard to psychologically and emotionally connect on that level with her. And so I'm observing all these things. I'm observing all these things. Now, uh, I, I wanted to bring up that story because it's just amazing uh, when you get into a space like that and you get to observe different all the different stages of feminine development in the same room together. It's just amazing. I also wanted to bring it up because of the curiosity. That's the point. That's the point that started this off with that one of the women there said, you're such a curious man, Adam. Such a curious man. And I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. I fucking want to know. Like, I want to explore everything. And that is, I hold that to this day. Now, where are we at right here? We're fucking riding Jose. We're writing the Jose's answer of that when he said to his answer, how could, how, I asked you guys, how could boy stage development, Adam, get around women who are fully developed and actually want them, have them, want him to be around, even though he can't provide them the number one thing they need, which is someone to walk with. I wasn't walking with those women when I was 19, when I was 19 to 20 to 21. 
with women who are 25, 28, 30, of course, age is not a dependent, but who are actually developed women, they just happen to be numerically older. How could this be? Because that tiger cub energy, which is filled with curiosity, because what does that serve? What does that serve? It serves a woman's ego. It serves a fully developed woman's ego. Because when a, when a woman is fully developed, while what she wants and needs really the most is to have that contemporary who can allow her to use her mirror the most, but is using her mirror the most relaxing? Is it easy? No. Using her mirror the most, aka the full capacity of her development in life, that's challenging. That's testing. But that's why she but it's also the most fulfilling. It's also the most fulfilling. While it is the most cha- challenging and testing, it provides you with the greatest sustenance. Because I'm I'm getting to express myself and use full capacity of my of my development. Yet it's extremely draining, tiring. It uh it'll it pushes you to your limits, it tests you, challenges you, and that's what that's what you want from a partner in the same stage of development as you. Not to let you rest, not to let you uh, just chill and slide back and potentially stray off the path. But no, you want, that's what's so engaging and exciting about being of a fully developed uh, being next to you is that they test you, they push you, they, they want to see what you can do. Whereas if you're underdeveloped with a fully developed woman, she knows, she can see this, she can feel this, the energy is there on the wall. So she gets a ah moment. She gets to go, ah. She can rest a little bit. She can rest. Something that Jay, the reason why Jay knew had come in with a nice, when he said available through casual relationships, the compromise that's made through available through casual relationships. Spot on, Jay. Spot on because a woman, if we've already addressed, doesn't really want to rest a fully developed woman doesn't really want to rest. She's not going to get a lot of fulfillment from just chilling with the boy and just enjoying and pleasure with the boy. At the heart, at the core, she wants to be tested. She wants to be challenged. She wants to use her full mirror. But not all the time. Not all the time because it's exhausting. In the same way that while a man most is fulfilled and served by being with a woman because she will test and challenge him to use the full capacity of his bridge... Right to have to walk back and forward and to make sure it's always in its most pristine and executable form. It's tiring. It's very strenuous, extremely draining. So in the same way that a man most is fulfilled and served by the woman who's going to do that for him, it's not to say that he wouldn't enjoy uh, being with a girl every now and again who just provides us some of that Tiger Cub energy. While he doesn't want to spend a lot of time with that girl, because if he does, he's eventually going to fall backwards. He's eventually going to stray off the path, fall backwards. His bridge is going to decay. But every now and again, the ego can enjoy a little pleasure, can enjoy a little bit of resting, a little, ah. Uh. So, ah, both of you together have put together a very nice frame, Jay and Jose. Oh, and also to the point of what Jose said about uh, take care of the boys in the motherly way. That's that was just one really nice romantic face to it, Jose. That yes, yes. Apart also apart from the curiosity, the tiger cub curiosity. What is what else does a woman love in a boy? The ability to mother him, to be able to use her mirror 
in in a way that affirms that it is in fact a high quality mirror. Whereas a man is never really going to give that validation to her, is he? That's a key point. A man is never going to allow a woman to get to look at her own mirror for too long. It's a great quote from a Zen master. I can't remember who it is. I am paraphrasing it. Like the, I've just paraphrased a concept, but there's a concept from a Zen master. I can't remember who, but it's that you should be very careful when looking at mirrors. Uh, one should not look at a mirror for too long. It is, one should not look at his own reflection in a mirror for too long uh, in fears of falling into falling in love. Something like that. I can't remember who said it or where it's from, but that was basically where I got that, what I just talked about before. I've just made it my own now because I can't remember who's it, what the exact words are or who it is, but it stuck with me. And absolutely. A man is not going to allow a woman to fall in love with her own mirror. A boy will, though. A boy will. A boy will offer her a chance to go... Because what, what does being motherly mean, Jose? Being motherly means that she takes a position of higher standing, a position of, of elevation, a position of elevation, mother to mother him, to baby him, to, to act as if she is in all respects better, more evolved, more developed, and for good reason, she is. But to allow herself to believe that or to act upon that and to execute in that way uh, if she spends too much time in that, she will regress back to girlhood development. So she can't spend too much time in it. But is it nice for the ego to feel that, to feel that power, feel that rise? Yeah, the ego loves it in the same way that younger men, uh, a man would spend time with a younger girl. There's an ego rise, there's a power rise that comes from that because of the way it makes it feel, the way that makes you feel. And uh, is, is, is how much time... The questions might appear of how much time should you spend in that? For me, I I am so cautious against it because I've experimented with both. I've experimented with on all ends of the scale. I'm spending a lot of time with girls, see what happens. Oh, I actually become more, I actually regress if I spend more time with girls. But if I spend too much time with women and no time with girls, then I get drained and I get burnt out. There's, there's, uh, there's pros and cons the ultimate pro, right, is obviously to always be with women. But there is a drawback, as there is everything in life. In order to uh, take on one thing, you are sacrificing another. In order to constantly be pushing and, sh- and striving, um, striving is the wrong word, to constantly be, in the analogy, to constantly be at work on your bridge, right, but to never actually enjoy the bridge for the sake of the bridge being there, you know, but, but, if you always, if you just sit there all day on your bridge for days at a time, just admiring your work, it's going to decay. So you can see here, you can see there's a balance to be had. The balance for me personally has been, it's like a 95 to 5. It's been a 95 to 5 for many years now. 95% with what I need, 5% with what I want. Hopefully, and what does that mean? 95% with women, 5% with girls. That's what I found for me that allows me to not decay. 
I've, I've said this to you guys before that just like getting onto some micros of seeing girls throughout the week or seeing feminine beings throughout the week. It's like generally speaking, I don't go on any dates during the week. I don't I don't see any girls. I don't I don't go out to meet girls. I don't see any feminine beings. I don't go out to meet any feminine beings throughout the week because it detracts from my life purpose too much. There's the bridge. But every now and again, I might just say fuck it and I'll message a girl on a Wednesday night. Yeah. It is like so rare. It's ridiculously rare because I know I'm actively doing something that's going to make me a little bit worse the next day. Okay, so let's move on from that. But just Jose and uh, Jose and Jay, you, you really, uh, you two together really put someone there. So Takumi Kuna then come in saying, driving in the Hachijurokiban. Hachijurokiban. Yeah. 86, that's right, the 86. Driving in the 86, I think a woman will still spend some time with a boy because he can meet some of her wants. Very good, T. The boy will get burned eventually, but if he is striving for excellence, women will respect him generally. Ah, good. T is the first one to tuck it, to tuck in on the burning. We haven't talked about the burning too much yet. We'll get there, we'll get there. We're probably there now anyway, actually. If we're not there yet, we'll get we'll get that's the next thing we'll address. The burning. The burning of boys. The burning of boys and the and the falling of girls. Ben Hyde then come in saying the women feel validated in having a younger boy showing interest in them and that turns them on. Or at least makes them interested in him. Yeah, that's that's very crude. It's very crude, Ben, but you're true. It's true as well. It's just he's just addressing a different egoic uh face to it and Ma then comes in saying Adam is giving Adam is giving what she wants not need truth uh, in terms of boyhood development Adam Johnny J. New comes in saying experienced dancers have no problems dancing with newbies since they can satisfy their want to show off and feel good about helping others yeah that's a good face that's a little more romantic Jay it's good Jose has dropped an emoji of someone dapping. I didn't even know that there was a dapping emoji. That's ridiculous. You've shown me. You've, you, you're on point today, Jose. I don't mind that at all. T that goes in at J. Same with white belts, black belts in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Very true, very true. Uh, Jose says, agree, and then T says, at Jose, agree with you. I've experienced that motherly care before. It's helped me so much to learn. Helped me learn so much. Truth. Jose says he actually has to leave in 10 minutes with a date where I'm actually struggling to find if she's a woman or a girl. She has shown different trades from both sides. Maybe there, there's a thread for you sensor. How to test if she is more a woman than a girl or opposite. Huh. Thanks. I understood the part of being motherly, yet now that you mentioned the ego, it makes total sense. That's a really good line to go on, actually. But there's two lines. We're going to talk about the burning of boys and the falling of girls, which means what happens when you are unable to satisfy, truly unable to satisfy. But then Jose has actually given us some real-world context. He's actually about to leave in 10 minutes and go on a date and struggling to find if she's a woman or a girl. So I'll address that right now. We'll get to the burning of the boys and burning of the, and the falling of the girls in a second. Since this is like real-world shit that's happening right now. This man's about to go on a date right now. And also, I'm just going on to the fact that he gave a really good answer before, so... 
Good question. The question of how to determine whether she is a woman or a girl. Hmm. Jose hasn't been here this entire chat. So that's why he's asking this question. It's just because I know those, those the, the rest of you who are in this chat can already answer this question for him. Ben Hai, Jay Nu, T, you sh- all three of you should be able to answer this question for him. We've already gone on what defines a girl and what defines a woman. That was the beginning of this podcast. So I'm not going to reiterate that now, Jose, because in the interest of people listening on the podcast and people have already heard it. However, I'm just thinking about what could be practically tactical for you here and now. That would actually give you a real-world test. And here's the real-world test, Jose. If you're not sure, there's only one thing you need to do with her. You meet her. I don't know where you're meeting her, but I don't know if it's day two or day three. I don't know if you're in a casual relationship or not. I don't. There's actually a lot of things I don't know here. Irrespective, there's one thing you can do to test whether she's a woman or a girl other than going through the theoretical definitions where we went at the beginning, practically a real world test is to do this. You meet her in the public mall. So maybe around the mall's balls at uh, 12 p.m. You meet her there and you say, all right, listen. Now, actually, it depends on whether it's your first date or not as to the context of it. Let's say I'll account for the... The I'll count for that then. It couldn't just adjust it depending on where you are in your stages of relationship. But let's say it's your first time meeting, right? Once you've established a little bit of a connection, I don't even know how you guys met. (laughs) There's actually so many question marks going on. Uh, Regardless, at the stage of the date in which that you've already gone through a good bit of qualification and investment is already ensuing, you're already deep on investment together. There's trust, there's comfort between you two. Oh, Jose comes in with some context saying it's been a one month. So you're in a casual relationship or you're in a monogamous relationship. But you said he's been there for one month. Okay, so he's been together for one month. So that actually makes it easier in this example then. In which that, okay, so just take her to a mall and say this. All right, I want you to go up to a random human being and just wish them the best day. Just go up to a random human being and just give them some love. Don't say any more than that. Jose then goes on to say, that's what I'm finding today. As in, you're going to have the open and free casual relationship talk of her today? That's good. Had that. Good entire podcast on it. Uh, but anyways, regardless of in which that, if you want to define uh, whether a woman is a, in fact a woman or whether she is a girl, all you need to test her is this. Go up to a random human being and just give them some love. Don't say any more than that. Just give them some love. You know, That's it. See what she does. A girl will respond in a very typical way and a woman will respond in another very typical way. If those of you have watched any of my hardcore date instruction podcasts, Guide to Day 2s, Guide to Day 3s, Secret to Amazing Dates, any of the more advanced follow-up ones on sexual progression, I've mentioned this to the cows come home, what I do on my first dates of women and routinely throughout relationships in general, but particularly first dates. So I always get a girl to approach someone. Now, if it's a first date, I give them a chance. I, I will always give them, a, I'll give them one. I'll give them one by saying if they're not comfortable enough to do it on their own, I will go up with them, but I won't say anything. But that already determines that they're not women yet. You see? If they can't go up on their own, that means they're not in the women's stage of development yet. It's really that simple. It's really that simple. 
every woman I have ever been with of true womanhood status development, fully developed mirror, can go up to a random human being and give them love. They can all do it. Those who are transitioning from girl to woman, who are maybe 70%, 80% of the way there, you know, they've got a lot of their mirror put together, but maybe there's just a few pieces missing. They might need me to be there with them, but they will take full control once they're there. Like they'll, they'll stand up then. Girls, by their very nature, will not do it, or they they will they will do it with you there, but they will rely on you to carry the frame. They won't just flow into their own frame. They will make they will look for permission from you. They will make sure they'll stand very close to you. They'll grab onto your arm. They'll make sure that you're pretty much the one who's actually doing this, even if they're speaking the words. That's really the difference between girls and women in a practical sense. It's it's a test that I run and have run for years and years and years. It's still the number one test of his day. Uh, that just gives me the number one indication because there are a lot of girls that look like women, Jose. There are a lot of girls in women's bodies, in developed bodies. There are a lot of girls that have very analytical, well-developed minds right? that, that, that can speak good words. Yet when you actually... but. That's not what defines a woman. A woman is not someone who can just who can sweet talk you or sounds like they they know a lot of shit, right? and that's what makes them a woman. So they must be experienced. And I say it speaks womanhood and manhood speaks to something much deeper within their inner temples, whether they're conscious consciously aware of it or not. Which is something that I wanted to get to at some point in this podcast, which is with the inner garden. Some people have a really well developed inner garden without even knowing it. There are many people that would not be able to explain to you what it is they know about themselves, yet they just know. They have absolutely no idea of how to interpret their inner knowingness about what the nature of reality is because they just don't have these discussions and they're just not really concerned with having these discussions. And that's good. I'd much rather that, actually. I'd much rather we never had to have the discussion. You know? But, but so whether people are consciously aware of actually the more consciously aware you become of your true nature, the less you actually are connected to it, which is a very interesting concept. Maybe not for this podcast. Maybe not for this podcast. That's a little deep for this podcast. But what I'm really speaking to there is that you know what I'm talking about. The woo-woo, new age, spiritual people, the people that just will not shut up about it, they're the people that know it the least. Jose then goes in saying, thanks, I'll literally open with your tactic. I'll let you know how it goes. Ha ha. No worries, Jose. Enjoy. Enjoy. That's where you go. That's what I'm talking about. That's why I love these social cure day lies. You literally got someone right now who's going to take a social dynamic uh, principle and tactic is going to put, apply it in the real world. It's amazing. That's awesome. That's why I do this shit. So we've parked that now. I want to get now to the next stage of this podcast, which is... The falling, uh, the burning of boys and the falling of girls. What happens? What happens when, uh, when you, when you are unsatisfactory? We've talked about this entire podcast about the satisfaction. We talked about the satisfaction, how to satisfy. Now, what happens when you don't satisfy? This is where, uh, this is really the hallmark of whether boys become men and whether girls become women. Actually, how you respond to being burnt or falling down. How you respond, because it's going to happen inevitably. The boy will at some point no longer be able to meet the satisfactory needs of a woman or a girl. 
It's going to happen at some point. It's the very definition of him being a boy. In the same way, and the same analogy applies to the girl. Same principles apply. T's and C's apply. So it's more so not preventing it because there is no prevention. If, some, if, a, if a boy who's underdeveloped comes to me and says, well, how can I avoid all this? How can I make sure that I'm always able to? It's like, well, this, this, it's, a, it's a non-point. It's a misnomer. At some point, you're going to reach a, an impasse in which that the woman, either the woman wakes up and realizes, oh, I probably shouldn't be spending that much time with an underdeveloped boy. It's been good while it's been good, but I need to get back to using my mirror to full capacity. And so she has to burn you then. Or, or he's with an underdeveloped girl. And at a certain point, they realize that they aren't able to actually keep each other on the straight path anymore. Spending too much time with them. He has to fall hurt. She has to fall down in that, in that example. Whichever way it's going to happen, it's going to happen. So it's not about preventing it. What's important is how you respond to it. So let's pen it out. What happens to most boys when they get burnt by either women or girls? Well, they either sharpen up or they burn down. Hence the burning. They either use it as experience to go, well, this is how I get stronger. This is how I build a stronger bridge. This is how I make sure I don't make those mistakes in the next time around. This is how I, it's like I, I realized I was using the wrong tool with the wrong material. That's why this bridge didn't work out. Thank you very much, my friends, for diving into this episode of Social Q&A Live. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you had a great time. And just before you run off, don't forget, that guided meditation, Eternal Energy, has now been released, now available at boldojo.com. Dive into who you are and evolve beyond. You can also pick up the ebook, book one-on-one Skype coaching, all at boldojo.com. Donate anything you wish through the PayPal links or the Boldojo podcast uh, donation link. All of that's tremendously appreciated. And I'd also love your feedback on this session. Whether you want to, actually, I'd most appreciate your feedback on the actual YouTube videos itself. If you go into YouTube, drop your comments there. That's probably the best way. It really just helps support the channel. And I always, uh, I actually source the next episodes of Social Q&A from the previous episodes of Q&A. I often just look at the comments and often find really good uh, ideas for topics there. So if you got a suggestion for a future Social Q&A that we can kick things off with, just head over to the YouTube channel at The Bowl and uh, drop it down there. Get engaged, subscribe to the channel, support what's going on here. And that would be uh, tremendously appreciated. With that being said, I wish you all the absolute best in your lives. Much peace and much joy.